Welcome to Uplifting Women Podcast. This podcast is sponsored by upliftingwomen.net, as well as Holly Tesca Coaching and Consulting and Regent Leadership Group. Join our co-hosts, Holly Tesca and Kristen Strunk, thought partners in the world of leadership, equality, and personal and professional development. Listen as they bring stories of inspirational women and their allies who are working every day for authentic leadership, equality, and inclusion in business, education, and community. These are the stories of the people whose mission it is to ensure others are seen, heard, and respected. They've overcome challenges in the workplace and the world or supported other women in doing so. Holly and Kristen are committed to uplifting women's voices, sharing inspiration, advice, and maybe even a few laughs from women and their allies about the work they are doing to promote inclusion and equality in our world. They believe that by sharing stories of challenge and triumph, we can all make the world a better place as we inspire others to step fully into their personal leadership space. We are so happy you have joined us today for our conversation. Welcome everyone to a new episode of Uplifting Women podcast. This is Holly Tesca and unfortunately my co-host Kristen Strunk can't be here today with us. We've got two amazing people joining us today as our guest. We have Terry Herman, who is a co-founder of CharismaQ, a coaching and communications platform to evaluate, coach, and create charismatic people. Terry believes that behind every great brand is an even better story. She knows that true financial success happens when you have the confidence to live your own personal brand and communicate the story of you. Her best work is tied to a greater purpose. Before starting a business on April 1st, 2020, during a pandemic, and that's pretty bold and gutsy, <laughs> so congratulations on that. Thank um, you. Terry spent her entire career uh, leading sales and marketing teams for Manpower Group, Runsheimer, Montage, and Modern Hire. After 20 years of sales and marketing success, Terry knew her purpose was to build a business a business that teaches teams how to show up with confidence and charisma to accelerate performance. Terry's a Wisconsin native and a UW-Whitewater alum. She lives in Richfield with her husband, two children, and their 12-pound dog, Ellie. Joining us also today is Kurt Hakenen. Leading with a culture-first approach, Kurt is a highly regarded SaaS CEO with a proven track record for building high-growth innovative companies and technologies to meet the ever-changing needs in the world of work. Kurt is currently the CEO of Forge, a leading virtual events and member experience platform for associations and professional community organizations. He also serves on the board of various early-stage SaaS companies, was previously the CEO at Modern Hire and Montage, and served in executive leadership roles at PeopleSoft, Minavante, and Evolve Software. So, Kurt, for our listeners who might not know what SaaS is, can you give us a real simple explanation or an example of what that is? Yeah, happy to, and thanks for including me today. Um, excited to be here. So, software SaaS is software as a service, mm-hmm. and the world of application software has evolved from what used to be called on-premise, where organizations would install the software on their own servers, on their own servers, to a cloud-based platform. So uh, common tools in the business world like Salesforce. Salesforce is a SaaS platform where users can use it 
as a service and subscribe to it, but it's hosted elsewhere and they don't have to worry about all of the IT costs and complications of trying to install it themselves. Fantastic. Well, thank you. Thank you for explaining that. You're welcome. I, I knew what it stood for, but I didn't think I quite understood the whole, but that now that makes sense. It's not, you don't have to worry about it on site and managing and all the rest of it. Somebody else is doing that for you. That's, that's right. Yeah. And you pay a subscription. So I'm excited to have you guys here today. Um, I've known Terry for a while. I know that she's got a great story to share about her own career and where she is today in a very successful business that started during a global pandemic. So that um, certainly deserves a cheer or two. And we have Kurt here because Kurt was actually her boss for a period of time and I think played and still plays a very important role in Terry's success as a female entrepreneur. So I want them to share their story. So Terry, I'm going to start with you. Take us back to maybe the early parts of your career that were great or maybe not so great. How did you get to how did you get where you are today? And I'm sure that you've got quite a bit there to tell to tell us about. <laughs> I do. I will spare you from the details from early on in my career. Let's just say I started in the early 90s and had notable and significant roles at Manpower Group, where I like to say the only job that I ever applied for at Manpower was a job that got me in the door and progressed through the organization through a series of reorganizations, restructurings, new focus and strategies. And then after nearly 13 years, my position was eliminated. And at the time, it totally rocked my world. But as we all learn and understand through retrospect, sometimes those biggest challenges and obstacles are opportunities for us. So after, after I put myself back together from that that occurrence. Um, I was the marketing executive for a 200-person technology company, Runsheimer, where I was able to, the experience there was I was able from soup to nuts to manage all of the marketing activities. So it was new for me in terms of managing all of the marketing. And whereas at Manpower Group, I I had a leadership role, but it was siloed in a particular area of marketing. Mm -hmm. So that brought some great experiences to me. Uh, I left there. And then after I did some career searching and said, I needed something new and different. I needed to work for a fresh, young, high growth company, uh, different set of culture and experiences. And that's when I found Montage. And that's when I started working with Kurt. And let me tell you, that was such a great ride. That was something I so needed in my career from the leadership team, who, by the way, was 50% female at the time, to Yay. the product that we yes, I know, <laughs> <laughs> to the product that we were bringing to market, to the culture, and just everything about it was fantastic. I mean, it was it was tough work. I mean, we were a high growth startup. But it was a great ride. And the market thought so, too, because two years into my tenure there, we were acquired by a private equity firm. Mm -hmm. And we were merged with another talent, talent acquisition technology company. 
and montage became modern hire. And through the mergers and acquisition space, or in my case, mergers and acquiesces, um, the culture shifted, the focus shifted, and it just wasn't for me anymore. Mm-hmm. And I had been building a business idea in the background with my really good friend and now co-founder, Katrina Craby. And at that point in time, I decided it was time to take the leap. It was time to start the business that we had building. And that's when Charisma Q was born. Fantastic. Fantastic. So, Kurt, I have to say I'm very impressed that half of the leadership team was female. Tell us a little bit about why you felt that was important as the CEO. Yeah, um, great question. I'm, I'm going to go back earlier in my career, and I was thinking about this podcast last night and the, the word uplifting. And I know one of your primary intents here is to uplift other women. And in this instance, I reflect back on early in my career, and there were female, strong female leaders in my life, personally and professionally, who uplifted me. Mm-hmm. And so um, I'll go back to my early career at PeopleSoft. That's really where I grew up professionally. It was a, a company when I joined was just 400 employees or so and less than 50 million in revenue. And over a course of seven years, we grew to north of a billion in revenue and over 7,000 employees. I had the opportunity to um, really lead and manage different divisions during that time. Every year was like a dog year. You know, every year was like seven years of experience. That's really where I grew up. PeopleSoft was a, a West Coast uh, fast-growing software company where the number two in, individual inside the company was a female and several individual leaders inside the company were female. And in fact, I had the opportunity, I'd say the blessing early on to work for an individual named Debbie Anzalotti. I took an expat assignment in uh, Australia for a year and I was reporting into Deb. And Deb reported into Peggy Taylor, who was number two, the right-hand person to Dave Duffield, the CEO. And through that experience, I learned uh, a lot about leadership and strength in leadership. And it wasn't that Deb was a female. It was that Deb was a strong leader. Mm-hmm. And um, I just had examples throughout that early career of what a diverse leadership team looked like. Um, from Australia, I went to the Bay Area at 30 years old. I was a vice president of a fairly large group, about 350 employees in 16 different uh, sites across 14 different countries. And uh, my leadership team at that time was uh, extremely diverse. Um, Over 60% were female, but individuals who were born in um, South America, uh, born in India, uh, born in Hong Kong. Mm-hmm. And it was during that time where I really saw the the, the value and the, uh, the great success that comes out of having um, diversity in a leadership team and strong female leaders to complement myself and others because I have strengths and I also have weaknesses and uh, I need to surround myself with individuals like that. So uh, that, that really are compliment to me. So it was just natural when I helped co-found Montage and we grew the business that I would look for a complementary set of leaders uh, to help build the business. And if you have that lens, then you naturally have to look for the best talent. 
And we were blessed to have several strong female leaders on that executive team, Terry being one of them, uh, Sarah Dowdy being uh, another. And uh, we had a lot of fun and uh, we had a lot of success. It wasn't always easy, but I knew we were, we were having the right types of conversations, investing in each other and investing in our team. Fantastic. Fantastic. So Terry, I want to go back to you for a little bit here. Um, I know that, um, and I hope you're comfortable sharing this. I know that you had a, a rocky period um, after the merger had taken place and you were feeling, um, I don't know what the right word would be. I'll let you describe that, but not, not in the right spot at the time. And I know that you did a lot of soul searching during that period of time. So would you mind telling our listeners a little bit about what was going on in that, in that, uh, at that time period? Yeah. That's a, that's an insightful question. Um, So I think the word to describe how I was feeling at that time was actually broken. And Holly, when we had coffee about a month ago and we talked about this podcast, you had used that word and I had reflected on that and that was, that was right. And I think it was just a culmination of really finding my perfect niche in terms of my career at Montage and then all the changes that ensued after the merger and the acquisition. Um, it was it was a tough journey for me professionally. I won't go into the details of why it was such a tough journey for me, but um, let's just say I left there having to put myself back together, like emotionally, professionally, and really build up my confidence again. Mm-hmm. And you know, you were key to that in the coaching arrangement that we had. Kurt was essential to me rebuilding myself during that period of time. And it was a matter of getting out of my own head and really starting to realize what had happened to me was in the past. And then I had to move on and reestablish myself. And it was really about rebuilding my confidence And that's why I'm so passionate about what we're doing at Charisma Q, because we're building, we're creating a world of confident communicators. Yeah. And a lot of times people just need that permission slip. They need to surround themselves by people and they need to learn from other people who can help lift them up. So this is a really good point, um, a really good time at this point here. Why don't you tell us a little bit about the work that you do at Charisma Q? Sure. So we recognize that there's a big problem that needs to be solved in the market. And that's really that key employees are fa- don't have the human skills and they're failing to connect with individuals to help move business forward. And COVID catapulted us into that new way of doing business where suddenly sales teams, leaders, emerging leaders, They have to be great communicators on all channels. So what Charisma Q does is we bring the perfect blend of technology and expert communication coaches to help individuals and teams accelerate their performance. 
Fantastic. You know, one would think it's not a good idea to start a business during the middle of a, a global pandemic, but it's almost like it was good. your good fortune because communication skills just skyrocketed in terms of need. So talk about the mix of, you know, being in the right place at the right time. So, you know, right. I, I know you and I had many conversations about, you know, sometimes when one door closes, another one opens, you just have to have enough courage to walk through that door, right? And Kurt, exactly right. Kurt, I know, you know, I, I want to I wanna kind of bring you into the space of, from your perspective, while Terry was going through these changes in her life and recognizing it was time to move on, you know, what role did you play in that? Well, yeah, thank you. Um, I'll start by saying um, the way Terry lives her life with such authenticity and transparency um, is fairly unique. It's very unique. And so um, she had given so much to me and she had given so much to our organization. And to see her in that place, to use her term brokenness or being broken, um, it's really tough. It's really tough to see somebody you care about mm-hmm. get to that point, knowing how much they've invested in you and, and in your in your business and, and the friendships that we created. I, I think she probably gives me far too much credit in terms of the role that I played, um, but it was just natural to want to support and lift her up. And I, you know, I'll be candid. I tend to fly with a high degree of optimism and, and probably an assumption that others are feeling as confident and as optimistic as I usually fly. And so it was her transparency and humility to say, Here, here's, here's how I'm feeling. And here's some of the things that, you know, I've experienced in the past that are also contributing to this that put me in a position of, okay, this is an individual who truly needs uh, friendship, truly needs mentoring, truly needs um, support. And so, you know, my role was that of a listener, uh, but also in, you know, trying to be an inspirational, providing an inspirational perspective and replay to her all of the great strengths and qualities that I've seen and I've witnessed and others have seen and witnessed over time uh, that make her great. Even if I, you know, just having empathy to understand, even if I couldn't understand why she might lack that confidence at that point in time, trying to appreciate and understand that and build that back up into her. And um, Terry's not the kind of individual that just wants to be told how great things are. As you know, you worked with her. What she really wants is an authentic look in the mirror. You know, the role I played. And she wanted to go back and replay some of the things of, you know, our relationship over the three years. And looking back on the things we did well and the areas we could improve. And through that process of having those discussions, those conversations that maybe we skipped over at the time because the business was flying high and we're doing great and we're having fun, allowed us both to reflect. Yeah, I'm happy to know that I played a role during that period of time for her, but she also played a role for me and helping me think through my own transition and what's next. Cause I exited the business at a very similar time period 
and was on my own journey of exploring what's next for me. And she's been uplifting to me over the last year and a half in that regard, in terms of we're on a similar path. We're two entrepreneurial uh, SaaS CEOs who are trying to build a business uh, in the middle of a pandemic and coming out of that and facing some of the same challenges. And she's, she's really helped me in that regard as well. So it really strikes me in this, and thank you for that, Kurt. Um, what really strikes me is by taking the time to try and understand each other's world, you know, and you are two very different personalities. So I can fully appreciate how, you know, you're just Kurt Mer- on your merry way thinking everything's hunky dory. And I tend to be a bit of a Pollyanna myself and see the world through that lens. And I too can forget that there are people that have concerns and worries that don't bother me because I have that ridiculous optimism, right? So I too, I I can, I I fully appreciate that the two of you were able to come together and kind of replay some of that and recognize that, hey, maybe we should have taken time for some of these conversations in the moment. Although when things are going well, we don't, right? Right. But replaying them and recognizing that this wasn't just uplifting for Terry, this was also uplifting for you, because you were able to come together as two human beings that wanted to understand each other better. And that's what my desire is in the world, is for people to actually talk to each other, understand the world from each other's perspective, because only when we bring all of that energy together can we create a world that's better than what we have right now. That's awesome. That's great. If I, if I could add a comment, I'd say what has, during this period of change, the last 18 months for me, I, I believe for you, Terry, as well, I'll let you kind of share your perspective, but because of the foundational culture that we had created at Montage and the many, many, many close relationships We've both benefited from being uplifted by a peer group, but also um, I know in the instance of Terry, she's just been an amazing role model for so many other female leaders and individuals who understand her journey and her path and now see what she's doing with Katrina and Charisma Q. So the story isn't, yes, it's a great story about our relationship, but it it's amazing the story of other lives that are being impacted every day and the example that, you know, Terry has set and the leadership she's showing and how others are being inspired to pursue new things as a result of it. There has been a nucleus of individuals, to Kurt's point. I mean, we've forged lifelong friendships as a result of working together. And it's truly been amazing the way just to watch other people's success since um, they've also left Modern Hire. And it's just been great. We've been rooting for each other, cheering each other on. You know, some of us still get together for happy hours and get togethers. And yeah, the impact that we've had on each other's lives, to your point, it's it's like good humans, good humans staying connected and, and building each other up. And, you know, I think there's a lack of that in the world when maybe it's been this pause that's allowed us to step back and think about, what are we doing? Do we have purpose? Are we moving forward in a way that is true to our own 
um, desires for our lives as well as our friends, our family, the world at large. So, you know, for all the things that have gone wrong during the pandemic, I think there's been a few things that have that have happened for the greater good. And it's really great to to hear and see a story of leaders that worked it out, figured it out, helped each other continue to grow and are still doing that in a in a in a wonderful way. And now we're going to take just a minute for a word from one of our partner sponsors, CDR Companies. Are you looking for a way to develop yourself in 2022? Uplifting Women has the recommendation for you. CDR Assessment Group knows that only 10 to 15% of people are self-aware and that women are not reaching the levels of success that align with their true potential or goals. That's why they have worked hard to create a custom-designed coaching and development workshop for women based on their assessment results. In this workshop, they will help women become keenly self-aware, understand their relationship-building traits, and learn about the impact that risks have on their success and upward trajectory. Participants will also gain clarity on their operational and strategic capabilities that will help them reveal who they really are in a professional setting. CDR Assessment Group will share insights on how not to let risks hold you back, how to avoid underselling yourself, how to feel fulfilled and happy in your job, how to reach the level of success you're capable of, and much more. Join them on March 11th from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. for an experience that will help you shine and reach your full potential by understanding risks and how to overcome them. If you're near Houston, Texas, Register for this in-person event at CDR Info at CDRAssessmentGroup.com or by calling 832-886-4308. Be sure you tell them that Uplifting Women sent you. Kurt, um, tell us a little bit about the current company that you're that you're with as CEO. It sounds very interesting. Yeah, thank you. So the company is Forge. We focus on uh, professional associations and professional member groups. Mm-hmm. The original component of our platform that's in market today is a virtual event solution. So over the last uh, year and a half, we have hosted hundreds of large, complex trade shows and conferences for some of the larger uh, professional associations uh, across the U.S. and the world. Uh, we are building out a broader member experience platform because we see the need in the market for these professional associations to drive a more a modern and contemporary member experience. Terry, if you're going to give our listeners one bit of advice about, you know, working through some of the, the lower times in our lives, when when things feel like they're not really going the way we want them to, and your experience about being broken for a period of time, what would you say to somebody out there who may be feeling that way? Hmm. Uh, Well, I would say it's about mind, body, and spirit. So, and the health of those three things together. And with your mind and your mental state, you know, surround yourself with not only people who will lift you up, but also surround yourself with people who are going to throw you outside of your comfort zone. We're going to be honest with you and tell you if this is the direction where you want to grow and change, 
here are some of the things that you need to do in order to get there. And then, of course, being taking care of yourself and being healthy. And, you know, that's super important. And for me, prayer is at the center and faith is at the center of what I do every day. I mean, I start my day off every day with a prayer and a devotional and I write in my journal. And while that not may not be everybody's focus, but there is, you've got to recognize there is a higher energy that is taking you above and beyond where you are at this moment, at this period of time. And the faith gives you the, the stamina, the endurance, the courage to continue to face what's next. It's a great practice, Terry. And, you know, spirituality takes many forms for different people. Mm -hmm. So you have your specific brand of what that means for you and others, you know, they, they can find that in nature. Um, Some people find it in music, you know, there's a variety of different ways to do that. So I, I love that. Take care of your mind, body, and spirit in whatever way makes sense for you. And Kurt, you know, I have to ask you, you know, as being a leader in an organization and being, you're essentially in charge of all the people that work for you and their care and well-being. You know, what do you, what advice do you have for other senior level leaders that you would offer to them to make sure you're taking care of your people in the right way? And well, a few points. You, you use the phrase, those who work for me. I don't look at it that way. I, I, I try to approach leadership more from a servant leadership standpoint. Um, we're a team. We work together. Of course, there's a hierarchy for decision making, and there is always a need for authority, but um, never posturing in that way is a great place to start. Servant leadership has always been a, a foundation. Um be really intentional about culture. If, if we at Forge just recently went through early in our uh, early on designing and defining our culture, and that's a set of values, but that's also a set of operating uh, disciplines and characteristics. How you know balancing how work gets done with what the results should be. And sometimes organizations focus solely on the results. They miss the how. And the how is where people and talent and culture and relationships um, grow and thrive. And that's the foundation that supports businesses through good times and and bad. So invest in culture and be intentional. Uh, Don't just make it a, a slogan that is on the wall or some virtual background. But as a leader, then uh, once you've designed that, you better live it. You better live it every day and live it with transparency and authenticity. And if you screw up, admit it or have a culture where your organization can call you on it and great things will, great things will happen. You know, two, two other things, if I could, as, as I was thinking about this topic, you know, specific advice for women, who may feel like, um, you know, they're, they're stuck in that corporate ladder or uncertain around their career path. There's been a lot of studies that have shown that if women look at a job description, they might view themselves to be 50% qualified, where the men could look, the men of similar qualifications could look at it and think that they're 90% qualified. And 
men apply and women don't under those circumstances. Go for it. Believe in yourself. You're more than qualified. Uh, you're more than able. You know, take that risk and have confidence in yourself to pursue that and make it known that that's something you want to pursue. Um, have that expectation of your leaders that they would invest in you and and help you grow and, and reach your goals. And for the men like me in the room who have been blessed with leadership positions, I've had to learn this over the years. If you're leading a discussion and somebody raises a point, count to three before you talk. Let somebody else jump in and share their voice and perspective. I've had some just some amazing uh, discussions result when I just made sure I was listening more than talking and I exercised counting to three because there's a lot of times I think I have the right answer and I think I'm a smart guy, but it's really not about that. It's not about whether I have the right answer. It's about whether the right answer is realized and the team uh, realizes it together and diversity of thought is so critical, but it can only come out if you uh, pause and listen and count to three and give uh, others an opportunity. Because in many instances, if that individual, and if I could, you know, Terry fits into this, she's so talented, she's so smart, she's so introspective and analytical. Sometimes just pausing and counting to three would give an individual like her the opportunity to feel the comfort and the confidence in the past to jump into the conversation. And then guess what? She's got some pretty amazing things to share and ideas to come across. So that would be my, my words of wisdom and through direct learnings and experience. Yeah. And thank you for sharing that, Kurt, because it was after I told you how I was wired and how I think and what happens sometimes during executive team meetings, then you were listening for that. So I would say another piece of advice would be find those people that you trust that are around the table with you. Tell them what you're working on. Tell them the way that you're wired and how you think and have them support you during these discussions. And sometimes, too, with my delivery in the past, and it came through, maybe it was my lack of confidence at the time, but it would be a softer delivery. Sometimes it would be, it would sound like I was saying something, but because my voice trailed up at the end, it sounded like a question. And being aware of what you do and how you deliver those messages. And sometimes during executive team meetings, I would say something another individual who happened to be male would say the same thing five minutes later. And because Kurt was aware of this, he would bring attention to, I think Terry just said that. And that was, uh, <laughs> that was also, it felt good to know that I could be vulnerable enough to share my fears and to share what's happening with me. And then that just turned out to, to be an ally in the room with you and an advocate for you. So don't be afraid to share your fears either. That's excellent. I really love that. And you're right. It's about having those authentic conversations so that we can help each other. Because it sounds like, you know, you were able to tell Kurt, hey, I've got to think about this a little bit before I can jump in. And, you know, so then he could watch for that. And, you know, I would say to people, if you can't find people in your organization that you can have those kinds of conversations with openly and you can support one another, you're probably not in the right organization. Yep. 
Yeah, your with who is so important. Exactly. And that exactly. fundamental trust that sits at the basis for everything that you're going to do as, as a team. I mean, if you don't have that trust as a foundation, then I think you're right, Holly. I think it's it's time to look for a different set of with who. Exactly. Well, this has been a wonderful conversation with both of you. Um, some great tips, some great ideas for people to take away. I can't thank you enough for sharing uh, your experiences. Terry, why don't you go first? If people want to get in touch with you, where can they reach you? You can reach me directly at terry at charismaq.com. You can follow us on LinkedIn. We're on Facebook and Instagram. Fantastic. And Kurt, how can they reach you? Yeah, thank you. They can reach us at forge.ai. That's F-O-R-J dot A-I. And you can always find me on, on LinkedIn at, at Kurt Aiken on, on LinkedIn. So thank you again. Uh, really appreciate your time. And I'm sure our listeners will as well. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening in on this latest episode of Uplifting Women podcast. Holly and Kristen appreciate your dedication to Uplifting Women and look forward to you joining them again soon. This podcast is sponsored by UpliftingWomen.net, as well as Holly Tesca Coaching and Consulting and Regent Leadership Group. Please visit your favorite platform where you found this podcast to leave a review. If you are an uplifting woman or a man who champions women's success with a story to share, Kristen and Holly would love to talk to you. Please visit UpliftingWomen.net and leave us a message.